My name is Jonathan Huffnagel. I'm the founder of Dash. We created the Dash podcast to hear from the game day digital auctioneers from around the world of sports. We'll share their ideas, best practices, and success stories so that you can learn from the best and apply their practices to your sports team. For those of you who may not know, Dash is the only digital auction platform built specifically for professional sports teams and their fans. I started Dash after working for FC Dallas at Major League Soccer and noting the struggles of our team's charitable foundation director. We hope you take a lot from this podcast. So today I've got on the phone with me uh, Taylor Hall. Taylor is the general manager of the ECHL's Tulsa Oilers and one of Dash's uh, banner teams that we love to lean on and share best practices. So Taylor, um, I'll let you say hello. We'd love to hear a little bit about who you are, tell us about your sports career, and maybe you can share a little bit of your day-to-day so we can get a sense of what goes on in your world. Well, thanks, Jonathan. Uh, it's great to be uh, on the program. Uh, we're very excited to be partners uh, with Dash, as you know. Uh, we've been one of your flagship teams and one of the originals, so uh, we've really enjoyed uh, the last couple of years uh, learning h- how to activate and take advantage of uh, the new technology that you guys created. But uh, my background is I've been involved in pro hockey uh for over 30 years, I was a player, a coach, and pretty much the last uh, 16 years, I've been a general manager uh, of a minor pro hockey team. So uh, it's been great for me to see all the the new and latest things that happened. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, there wasn't computers and there wasn't anything. I didn't start getting an email address until I was in my 30s. I never grew up with it in school. So uh, it was very interesting for me to be able to first learn all the technology that I think uh, the younger people, the millennials uh, per se, uh, take for granted because they've learned it since they've been one or two years old and in school. And for an old dog like me, it was all, you know, learning stuff that was a little scary, uh, but has been, uh, it's, it's incredible, I think, uh, what is available out there? Um, you know, you know, our games are are all broadcast on the internet now. So you know, we can. Uh, in the past, where you had to be able to go to a game, now people can either uh, listen in, like we're doing on this podcast, uh, to every single game home and on the road and actually watch them because all of our buildings in the ECHL are required to uh, provide a video content too. So uh, needless to say, uh, I've been involved a long time and uh, it's a great time to be uh, involved in entertainment and sports and uh, you know, Dash has uh, created a, a whole different avenue uh, for our fans to be able to engage uh, with our team uh, involved. And, and from, from the team standpoint, um, it is a tremendous uh, new revenue stream that I think uh, a lot of teams uh, have not maximized. And uh, uh, we, we are desperately trying every, uh, every, every year to maximize and create new ideas and thanks to, to you, Jonathan, and your team at Dash have enlightened us to different things that we could be doing, uh, not only to engage our fans, uh, but to help the bottom line by uh, generating new revenue. Right, right. And I think there was this notion, maybe even three or four years ago, that you know when fans go to a game, they sit in an arena or stadium, that's kind of the holy grail moment. And 
amplifying that experience while they're there. And three or four years ago, it had seemed that there was a notion that we wanted to keep fans off of mobile devices while they were in the stadiums and in the arenas. Nowadays, it's, it's shifted a little bit where teams are trying to engage in a di digital format with these fans while they're in the venue. Can you tell us a little bit about how the Tulsa Oilers do that? What are your goals in is it to sell tickets while fans are in the building and engage them through digital? Is it to drive them to a merchandise store? Is it just to simply keep them updated with what's going on in the game, kind of behind the scenes um, aspects so they can get a look underneath the curtain? Where do you get sure. well, I, th I think I think the first thing, uh, Jonathan, which is very, very important, um, is that uh, you're never going to be able to get people off their devices. People are addicted to their devices. I mean, I think if you walk around and just observe, you'll notice that probably seven out of ten people, when they're walking down the street or sitting in a restaurant, are not engaging with the person that they're walking with or talking to. They're looking down at their device. I mean, that's just the so to not embrace that technology and be involved in it, you're missing the boat, sort of thing. So I think for us, um, that is a very new horizon that we're still really trying to uh, wrap our arms around. But what I can tell you that is one of the most important things uh, that we have uh, been working on is that, you know, we have thousands of people come to our games on a regular basis. And those people, um, in our belief, are coming a lot of times for the first time or the first time in many years. And these folks are having uh, a chance to see firsthand what a live Tulsa Oiler game is like at the BOK Center, which we truly believe that if we can get someone to a game one time, we're going to get them to come back and consider doing more stuff with us. So the hardest thing that we have at our disposal is capturing the information of each and every person that comes through the door. And I think with having uh, the ability to have digital uh you know, marketing uh, campaigns and, and platforms, you know, we have the ability to capture that information so that we can recontact uh, those people about more games, uh, different things that we're doing, uh, and invite them to come back. And, and it's amazing uh, how many people come in and leave and we don't get that information. So that is one of the newest things that we're really trying to master. There's all kinds of different things that we've been doing, and unfortunately, uh, it's the technology increases. I mean, a lot of people, when they come into a venue, uh, because they have a mobile phone, they already have uh, 4G service through their phone carrier. Uh, but a lot of people would like to, you know, save save on what they're using with their uh, mobile internet and log on to a Wi-Fi system. So, uh, you know, we've got different platforms we've been, you know, working on there, uh, and just. You know, and the stuff through Dash. I mean, uh, like we've been doing. We, you know, when we have a, a special jersey that we're wearing on a particular night, uh, to be able to uh, promote the auction, uh, both uh, you know, a live event and then also digitally uh, with the jerseys that we're auctioning off on that particular night on Dash uh, is very helpful. Uh, to be able to capture those people's information. Sure, sure. And so w when we think about re digital revenue streams too, is it, it, most of it's not all coming from auctions. You had mentioned that 
fans all around the country can tune in and, and listen through the radio or maybe even watch TV. Are there areas of digital revenue that you see playing out in the next two to three years that will become a significant part of your business model? Well, I think from an advertising uh, perspective, I mean, we're in the advertising business. I mean, we have well over 100 sponsors that support our team, uh, not just because they love the team and love the games, but because they see um, Tulsa Oilers hockey and our fan base is a viable option for them to expose their product or service to. Uh, and a lot of times, uh, you know, we're dealing with companies that are Fortune 500 companies and, you know, major uh, international, uh, you know, organizations that, you know, spend millions and millions of dollars uh, developing technology. Uh, and some people, you know, the old traditional, you know, we offer everything from digital to the old traditional at a hockey game from an nice logo to a dasher board to a PA announcement. Uh, but I find a lot of the newer, bigger companies are really intrigued and wanting to focus on digital. So I think for us to be able to have stuff that uh, in-game um, that they can uh, have, you know, either a promotion or announcement, something that is tagged with a a sponsor uh, is something that a lot of these larger companies are wanting to have. So I think that that is something that we're going to continue to dive into uh, moving forward. So, and, you know, with Dash being in that business, it, there just creates all kinds of opportunities. And pretty much every time we have a jersey auction, we usually have a sponsor, if not multiple sponsors, and are always tagging them uh, in, the, in those announcements and, and and during the auction, so I think that kind of ties along with what we're trying to hope to accomplish in the future. Right, and so the, the, those companies that are attaching themselves to, let's just use Dash for instance, uh, to engage fans in a digital world, what is most important to them for that sponsorship? Is it tying themselves to a particular theme night such as, such as Jersey's Fight Cancer or Military Appreciation Night, or are they looking to just get digital impressions and have their name in front of as many people as possible. What would you say that these these brands are leaning more towards as they put dollars towards digital uh, engagement platforms? Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think, I think everybody's uh, looking for impressions for sure and click-throughs, um, you know, it, you know they they want to they want to drive revenue like everybody else uh, like what we what we do so uh, it just really depends I think impressions and click throughs are probably the most important but there are some organizations that heavily involve themselves in charitable uh, causes and are very very um, you know they've got a separate budget just for that uh, and 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 see a fan base of a, a minor pro hockey team as a great. Uh, opportunity for them to, you know, one, spread the message about what their organization is all about, and then two, be able to help, uh, you know, fundraise. And, you know, honestly, from what I've, all the different fundraising campaigns that I've ever done, jersey auctions um, still are extremely popular. And I think with, you know, a lot of the organizations we deal with on a charitable uh, side, you know, they are involved in all kinds of different, uh, 
you know, organizations that they, and, and events that they do to try to raise money for their organization. And people are amazed on how quickly and how much money they can raise uh, through a jersey auction. They're very, very passionate about it. So, you know, I think that uh, uh, we're very fortunate that uh, hockey jerseys are extremely popular uh, to fans. I mean, a lot of fans, um, you know, they worship their jerseys. Uh, some people have lots, and some people may only have one, but they keep them pretty sacred in a closet or in a trophy case or something like that. So, uh, and they seem to be willing to pay top dollar for it, which I think the charities recognize and uh, love to be able to be involved in those kind of nights with us. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, just one more question here before we let you go and get back to running a hockey team. Uh, what's some of your favorite moments uh, from auctions that you guys have hosted? And if you could share a couple key success factors that teams should consider as they move to a more digital world and digital auction engagement plan, any key successes that you'd mentioned that they may need to check the box for? Well, yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing uh, for us, uh, Jonathan, and working with you, which you know about, obviously, is that the volume of the, 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 the how many auctions you have. I mean, uh, years ago, before we got involved with you guys, I mean, we were doing oh five or six auctions a year. Uh, and I think that what you had done is enlighten us to the possibilities of not just having, you know, the live auctions, which we were very successful at, but also having a digital component that was standalone or or could complement the live auctions that we're having. Uh, and then, you know, taking the, you know, having the courage to say, you know, hey, let's not worry so much about just having a few options. Let's push the envelope and see how many you can have. So over the past couple of years, we since we've been involved with you guys, we grew our auction business from five or six to 10. And I think this year we did over 16 mm -hmm. auctions, uh, which on every single auction, uh, we, if we did it live, we always had a handful of jerseys that we comp that we did online with you guys as well, uh, and on the app, uh, because there's more there's people that can't make it to the games uh, that you know would want to bid on the jerseys and can't do it. So by being on Dash and and Dash Web, you can involve your auctions you know, around the world to people that couldn't make it to the game. Plus, there are some people, I have to say, that prefer to not be somebody that stands up and, and bids live in front of everybody. They actually prefer to bid privately online, uh, you know, through the Dash app. So that, you know, those two things really had made a difference to us. Um, and, you know, you would think that by having a lot of auctions, and I think that's what a lot of teams that I talk to around uh, the different people at our league meetings and and finding out how much they did in their particular auctions. And most times, all these teams do very well in their auctions, but they're scared to have more because they think the, um, the dollar amounts are going to go down for them. And I have to say, it's just the opposite. The more jerseys we throw at people with the new designs and concepts, uh, we're involving the price point maybe goes down a little bit, but it's a getting more people into the jerseys than ever before. When you're only having five or six, you're very limited on how many jerseys you're going to have. But now with the amount that we're doing, 15, 16, and spreading it out uh, beyond just the arena, 
uh, we've been able to, you know, get more Tulsa Oilers fans around the country into jerseys, and it hasn't stopped our, you know, the amount that we're actually making off the auctions. And our sponsors are very happy because there's more jerseys out there, and our and our charitable organizations we work with are very happy because guess what? They're making more money off a jersey auction than they are at the other things that they're doing. So I think by working with you guys, uh, you know, online and on the mobile app, uh, we've been able to, you know, benefit not just ourselves, but a lot of different people. Sure. No, that's awesome stuff. Well, Taylor, thanks for your time. We'll let you get back to doing what you're doing. Again, everyone, that's Taylor Hall, General Manager of the ECHL's Tulsa Oilers. Taylor, have a great day. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you. Dash fans, again, and as always, thank you for listening to another Dash podcast. We hope you've taken some good notes and look forward to seeing them in your auction playbook this season. If you're thinking about taking your team's auctions digital and want to talk about it, you can get a hold of us at email team at dashapp.io. Until next time, Dash fans, don't forget, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Now go out there and make it a great day. (laughs) 